queen. We are the champions. I just ha- oh, hold on a second. You motherfucker. You saw that, didn't yes, you? Yes, he just <laughs> took the gum out. <laughs> Here, I'll, I'll swallow it. <laughs> I heard it. <laughs> Shit, he's really swallowing. Yeah. Johnny, that is going to be in your colon for, for like seven years. years. <laughs> seven years. Anyway, so first of all, I just want to say that I love the 8 bit music that you contribute. I mean, you steal yeah. it, but you contribute to Bo- our show. Borrow. Yeah. <laughs> I'd borrow it. Quote, unquote. Uh, but the Queen, that was fantastic. Um, Dude. Let's talk right. about the trailer that just So got the trailer, and I'm going to let you say the actor's name that's portraying Freddie Mercury, because I have no idea. Hey, well, he's the I guy just call from, him Mr. Robot. Yeah, I was just going to say, same, right back at you. He's the guy from Mr. Robot, and he, you know, when, when they got him, I was a little bit, I kind of gave, gave up on a Queen movie after Sasha Baron Cohen, uh, like, went on Howard Stern and talked about all the nightmares that were going down with that movie. Yeah. You know, seemed like the band members wanted to Brian, exert too much control over the creative process. The way he told it, Brian May told him, you know, this is going to be a great movie, especially, you know, when we our lead singer dies halfway through and the band triumphantly carries on. And, and Sasha Barracone's like, wait a second, time out. Uh, Freddie Mercury is the fucking movie, not <laughs> Queen carrying on. Yeah. No, dude, that would have been catastrophic. And, well... And in their defense, too, Sasha Bear Cohen, he wanted to, like, he wanted all of the debauchery. Like, he wanted he wanted all of the crazy back-in-the-day stories, like Freddie Mercury having crazy cocaine uh, sex parties with naked midgets walking around wearing sombreros with cocaine on the top of their sombreros. He, he's my hero. I mean, it sounds like one hell of a party. If you I mean, you and I could have, like, been the midgets walking around. I'll bring them or low, too, dude. <laughs> party down. <laughs> um so my first i didn't realize he was going to be freddie mercury the mr robot until uh it came out so brian singer was directing so brian singer of x-men fame okay he had a little bit of a he had a meltdown and disappeared he went mia and he just disappeared and apparently the two of them were fighting the the lead and the lead and brian singer were fighting we're not seeing eye to eye creatively Brian Singer just disappeared, went MIA for like two weeks. So the studio fired him and, you know, in the middle of shooting, brought on another director. So on IMDb, Brian Singer, I mean, it's like co-directors, you know, they're both given credit. Okay. Rami Malek. There you go. All is right. The, the Close enough, dude. Actor. Mr. Robot. Rami, Rami. Rami ding dong. Whatever. Yeah. Mr. Robot. Uh, so I'm curious, like, I mean, in the movie looks amazing. It looks amazing. And like that kid can sing too. Like apparently what, what they're doing is takes three people to be Freddie Mercury for this, at least the voice. Cause Freddie Mercury sang in four octaves, which is crazy. And so, uh, Rami or Rami, he sings, he recorded Abbey Road studios and, also, they use some outtakes and, and isolated uh, Freddie Mercury vocals. And I guess they got uh, a uh, Freddie Mercury impersonator to help with, like, you know, obviously when they're constructing a song in the movie, you can't just hit the tape of a Queen song. You got to gotta improvise. So that sounds pretty, very interesting and cool. Like, 
just just from the 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 way they cut the the whole trailer and had the different Queen songs, dude. It was dude. Me and the kids were we were rocking out. I love the song Bohemian Rhapsody. I love it. Probably one of the few songs that I actually know all the lyrics from start to finish. Dude, that is such a fucking weird song. Like that song would never get made today. Hey, have you ever asked Siri? Um, I see the little silhouette yes, of a man. Yes, I did. Yep. Yeah. Everyone, you guys, in your spare time, ask Siri. I I see a little silhouette of a man, and it will do all of the lyrics for you. So, Johnny, what else is going on? Well, I still um, am uh, nicotine gum and lozenge free. Uh, you know what I forgot about? I'm on the patch right now. All right. I'm on the patch. I don't get any any payoff for it. It's just basically putting some nicotine in my bloodstream. So I I don't... Um, you're not a dick? Yeah. Well, that's debatable. I mean, but you're always kind of a y- dick. You know what I... <laughs> You know what I think is really going to get me off nicotine is the fucking night terrors that the patch gives you. So this, when I first went on the patch. I forgot I, about the night terrors, dude. Well, I didn't have night terrors, but I did have crazy dreams. And the one dream, so, I mean, I was 19 when I first tried to quit smoking. And nicotine patches, at that point, you still had to get them prescribed by a doctor. And the doctor warned me, like, hey, people have crazy dreams. I was on starship enterprise but like the next generation and i was walking around with wharf we were going to the hollow deck and i could see like the creases in his skull you know because he's a klingon and everything and i woke up and was like oh my god Uh, that is amazing the dreams are very intense they're very vivid and people are trying to murder me every single night see i don't know what your problem i'm just chilling with wharf yeah no there's there's none of that. Like people are trying to kill me every got, night in my dreams. You got issues. <laughs> yes. Uh, so how's Nikki doing with the patch? You know, she she would like me to be cold turkey. Yeah. But I'm too much of a turkey to go cold turkey. So. Boo. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I just got a shot in my back on Friday. Oh, that's right. Enough about me. Let's talk about your pussy ass. Oh, dude. I'm fucking getting old, dude. Did, now, wait. Because I, I got three shots when before I had an operation on my neck. And so, only one of them took. So, actually, this is the second time I had a shot. So, before I had my surgery, they gave me the shot. And they kind of were like, well, I mean, because my spine was closing around the nerves. So, I just don't know how much that was going to And they're like... I mean, you, we're going to try it. It's probably not going to work. It didn't work. So. What day are we on right now? Because I know around. Uh, this, I had it on Friday. So I guess day four. They said four or five. Is yeah, like- it takes that. I mean, and it feels better. But I have. Um, so. Should we put one of my patches where they put the needle? Fuck, that'd be awesome. <laughs> they. You have good dreams. So it's not even where my surgery was. It's up. I have a bulging disc. And it's like, God damn it, dude. And it happened after my surgery. So this isn't even... I'm just a fucking well, mess. But well, what do you think when you have this giant reinforced part of your spine? It's going to get weak either below it or above it. I know. That's what my neck's... I mean, I've, I've seen x-rays of my neck now. And- but the thing that pisses me off, so with me, anytime anything happens with my back, everyone, from my wife 
to the doctor, to people who don't even really know me, go, hey, maybe you should stop jujitsu. Hey, maybe you should stop masturbating too. Well, yeah, I can't. <laughs> Neither one. The, both of those are off the table. Stupid questions. <laughs> Dude, it's like the first thing they go to. And it's like, do you know anything about jujitsu? Like, I don't know. Do you even jits, bro? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, maybe the way that Professor Hoffa rolls... You'd be like, hey, dude, maybe you can calm down going inverted and freaking doing all that. But, dude, I don't roll like that. Chris and I have like three go-to moves. Pretty much. That's it. It works for us. We're old. And, you know, if I, if I can pass your guard, it's a, it's a good day. Dude, I... If I'm stuck in your guard, I, it's a bad day for me. Uh, dude, and I'll just hold you there. <laughs> uh, so, two weeks ago, I don't even know where... It was down in Brazil. There was a competition and... This 65-year-old woman. I saw that. Just won and got her black belt. And I'm like, you know what? I'm fucking, I'm in it to win it, dude. If this chick can do it, I can do it. I mean, I don't know if her spine's fused or if she has a bulging disc, but, you know, fuck her. I can do it. Yeah. Whatever, dude. Challenge. (laughs) (laughs) You know, like I've said it, I've said it once. I'll say it again, dude. A tap's a tap, dude. I'll tap that brazilian black belt 65 year old and oh fuck yeah dude and I'm, all you're gonna hear is that i tapped a black belt you're not gonna hear that she was six you're not gonna hear that she was a kid <laughs> well it was no. a good woman all right well <laughs> you won't say that but i'll be behind you going she was 65 <laughs> <laughs> fucking take that walker and throw it across the room all right so uh episode 13 lucky 13 lucky motherfucking 13 and i just want to say that i really don't I didn't think we would get to 13 episodes. I think we would kind of flame out maybe around four or five. Yeah. I think you and I, I mean, seriously, we're just too dumb to quit. Yeah, no. And you know what's funny is like, I actually feel encouraged when somebody says like, oh my gosh, I like that part that you guys, wait, let me get, I'm like, let me guess. When Chris is making fun of me, they're like, exactly. Okay. You know what? (laughs) So... A guy at work. I love that you're the bully of the show too, Chris. Dude, that's bullshit, dude. I'm like the Johnny fucking Lawrence. They so a friend that I work with just got turned on to best friend race. And he came in, he's like, dude, I love how you're always just blowing up Johnny. And I'm like, Haha. I'm like, do I really do that all that much? Yes. The the answer is yes. Really? It, it's it's like that in life, Chris. Don't worry about it. You're you're an asshole. <laughs> Sick, sick attracts sick. Isn't that what they tell you right when you first get sober? What? Sick attracts sick. I've never heard that before in my life. Water seeks its own level. Oh, well, I've heard that. I've never huh. heard the other one. How about how about what they tell you? When oh, you... sick. You're saying sick like yeah. is an ill. Sick like, attracts sick. Okay, gotcha. I thought you were saying. I thought you said something. My else. my favorite was when you first get sober and you, you see other girls in the meetings and they're like, and your sponsor's always like, hey. Don't shop for a Mercedes in the junkyard. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> wow. Thank you. Thank oh, you. You came in. Oh, did you come in? You weren't, you, you weren't, and Nikki weren't together, right? When you got sober? No, I was almost two years sober when I met Nikki. Okay. So, so I was you already were, a, you were trying to 13th step. I was huh? already a pillar to the community when I met Nikki. You were like, hey, so my hat's off to, our bro, Lou, Lou Dog Photog. Which we're going to actually, I have a little surprise for the audience today. We have, we have, a, we have a nice little uh, thumb drive that Lou gave us where he was on uh, Dan Bonaducci's radio he show. He has more broadcast experience than you 
you or I. Yes. So he married his wife is in the program. Yeah. So they my hats off to him. They make it work, man. That's a whole lot of crazy in yeah. one house. And my my wife has asked me before. She's like, "Do you wish you were married to someone sober?" I'm like, "No." Then I, I, how could I be the special one in the house? Because, <laughs> you know, my family really goes, like, I don't think they understand the program that much. Because they make a big deal. Like, we have, like, a dinner. There's there's cards given to me. When I get, oh, on the birthday? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, it's a big deal. We, we do. We, no. It's a big deal. It's, it's like, basically, the kids think it's like, another, it's like, why does he get another birthday? No, my son, <laughs> when he was young, was like, why does Papa get two birthdays? I'm like, shut up, kid. Yeah. Don't Mind your own business. <laughs> they, so, speaking real quick. Talking about Lou. So we've been trying to nail down an interview with someone for like the last week or so, and it just hasn't been working out. <clears throat> they're they're busy and have a lot of responsibilities. So and kidding. so we, I was kind of, you know, talking to my wife about the podcast and she's like, you know what? You should just get like coach Jeff and Lou and just record an episode without Johnny just to piss him off. <laughs> Your wife and I are no longer friends, Chris. But you know what? And her, she's like, oh, that would be hilarious. She's like, the only problem is Lou and Jeff aren't that funny. <laughs> <laughs> well, oh, dude. Your wife is not making many friends tonight on this episode, Chris. You know what? Hey, I'm going to let her scorch the earth, not just me. She doesn't listen anyway. No, so. she doesn't listen to the podcast. She's never going to find out about that. No, no. All right, well, why don't we get this party rolling, episode 13. All right, good, lucky 13, if you will. All right. Hey, what's up, nerds? And now, back by popular demand, it's time for the top five list. Well, thank you, Donnie Darko, and happy ninth birthday to you. Happy ninth birthday. Wow. How crazy is he? He's in third. He's going to get in a lot of trouble later in life. <laughs> Dude. All right. So this is uh, top five heroes. Because so we did villains. Yes. So we decided, well, uh, I guess we're going to do heroes. And you know what? Villains? I could I, I could have done top 50 villains. Heroes was a little... Heroes is a little bit harder. So, all right. <clears throat> Give me your number five. Um, My number five... Did it all in the name of freedom. That would be William Wallace Braveheart. What you got, bitch? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I've been watching a lot of Little Tay <laughs> on the internet. Wow, that's funny because Little Tay's my number five here. No, yeah. <laughs> uh, dude, what is her? What's her thing? I'm the. Oh. It, it, it's like a little female Cartman. No. <laughs> it's crazy. But what does she say? Something like I'm the. I just see her say the word bitch, and she's like eight years old, and it, it's very disturbing. I mean, yeah. Let, let's, let's go back. All right. Anyway, <laughs> uh, Braveheart. I mean, apparently, um, Mel if Gibson's anti-Semitic, um, calls cop sugar tits. No, he was, he was Scottish, actually, in that one. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was funny, dude. Thank you. All right. Moving right along. You know what? I'm just going to say that was an uninspired pick. I told you Heroes was harder to do. 
<laughs> Mine are so generic on this one. I'm sorry, guys. Uh, all right. My number five from the 1976 best picture film, Rocky Balboa. Yo. We got our friend Joey. He's a big, he's a big Rocky fan. No, please. <laughs> uh, actually, I just watched that. It was on TV the other day, the original. And I was, God, that was such a good film. That Dude, was, it was awesome. It was such a good film. So he was, was two, He was so good. And then and I just four. saw two because he buys the two turtles. Wow, Chris. The lights just went out. <laughs> wow, Chris. We're our studio. Man, what the fuck, dude? We just bought these lights. What is going in? Anyway, I don't need lights. Chris, why are your pants down? <laughs> <laughs> hey, if you can't see me doing it, it doesn't count. Uh, so he buys two turtles in uh, the movie. Sylvester Stallone still has those turtles. Does he really? Yeah, and they're over 40 years old. Dude, that's pretty rad. Yeah. All right. So that's my number five. All right. Well. Hey, while you're doing your, I'm going to get up yeah, and turn on the lights. Try not to make a lot of noise there, Chris. Okay, number four, I went with, I don't have the, uh, the, the date of the movie, but I'm going to go with John McClane, Die Hard franchise. But Die Whoa. Hard one. Well, okay, I guess you can do. Well, I gotta say, yippee ki motherfucker. <laughs> Dude, are you shitting your, me right Your now? lights just went off again. Dude, you know what? I think we have the same remote. The little button down at the bottom. There we go. I think all the rooms have. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, now they're just fucking with yeah. us. My family's fucking with us. <laughs> all right, sorry, people. Technical dip. Look, I can't even read my list. There you go. Here, use the phone. What you got? You're on oh. number four. Okay. Number four, Luke Skywalker. But I was going to go to Takashi Station and pick up some new power converters. Dude, he is kind of a whiny bitch. He is kind of a whiny Dude, bitch. Dude, he's a whiny bitch. He was whiny in Star <laughs> Dude, we're a mess. <laughs> he was a whiner in Empire, and he... I mean, dude, he was still kind of a whiner in Return of the Jedi. Yeah. He but, had a little bit more swagger, though. Return but of the he Jedi. definitely was on the hero's journey. So, I mean, I got to go with Luke dude, Skywalker. It's a huge part of my childhood. As much yeah. as a whiny bitch, when I look back at it now, he's, Luke, was, Luke was the man, dude. Uh, I am going with uh, my number three hero pick is Indiana Jones. Archaeologist badass treasure hunter pussy afraid of snakes but fucking sick with the whip <laughs> <laughs> all right my number three <clears throat> i mean shit dude you know what i our list i think all of them are a little uninspired heroes are harder than villains Do I'm, I'm going with superman my number three is superman i got a superman tattoo on my leg it was my first tattoo you and bon jovi <laughs> and Shaq. so it's <laughs> shut up dude former laker uh dude i love i love superman i've always hey, loved superman is your boy uh writing the new superman right now brian michael bendis yes that's I your, can't, that's yes. your favorite that's my favorite comic Author and I found that out by Coach Jeff in our little nerd feed that we have with Nick the Tooth. Yes, I saw that come across him. I'll just wait. I'll just wait for. Yep. No, podcast. he's writing. I can't wait to read it. So is he gonna be like? Uh, is there gonna be like cussing and stuff in the Superman? I don't know. I don't imagine. Is he gonna be edgy or is he gonna like kind of like like? 
I hope so. But, I mean, they're pretty protective of Superman, you know? That's a pretty big property. So. Yeah, that's a big property. So, but I can't wait. Yeah. Anyway. All right. What's your number two? Um, my number two is Connor. Okay, now let me just tell you. The first movie, when I saw it, fucking amazing. The second movie was horrible. But this first movie, Connor and Murphy McManus, played by Sean Patrick Flanny. Flannery and Norman Reedus, and that is uh, Boondock Saints, the two guys from Boondock Saints. All right. Dude, they're badass. They only kill bad people. A little side note, uh, Sean is actually, um, Sean Patrick Flannery is a BJJ black belt. Shut up, really? Yeah. I didn't know that. True. True. Man, that makes me like him even more. See? I know. Some bonus points. Do you jits, bro? <laughs> yeah. By the way, no one ever has come up to Chris or I and asked if we jits. Like, <laughs> well, I mean, Johnny and I ask each other that. Hey, did you jits tonight, are bro? You, are you even jitsing tonight, bro? <laughs> <laughs> All right. My number two pick, and this is a middle finger to everyone. Poe, Kung Fu Panda. Boom. Oh, I thought you were going to say Dameron. <laughs> what? Poe Dameron. You're you're seeing Poe uh, from it, Kung Fu Panda. Is, now is that the name of the panda? Is Poe? You motherfucker! Yes. Are you shitting me and, right now? And you still haven't seen uh, Kung Fu Panda three yet with Brian Cranston? No. That is awesome. I don't yeah. know what your problem is. I'm a little busy being yeah. friends with you. Being friends <laughs> with you is almost a job. It's, it's exhausting, <laughs> and it's and you don't get paid for it, dude. Talk to my wife. Well, Talk occasionally to my you give me like um, some rock star. Or or some movies or some music that yeah. you don't listen to. Yeah. <laughs> I try to help you with your music. You I'm know, beyond. You help. know, Chris, I I recommended uh, Greta Von Fleet, and a lot of people really enjoyed that group. And Chris just keeps telling me, "Hey, people are really digging that recommendation." Yet he hasn't listened to it. Moving on, what's your number one? <laughs> yeah, number one. Well, killed his father. Now, prepare to die. Anigo Montoya. Princess Bride. Okay. And you know how revenge and hate fuels my life, Chris. Your whole life. You're motivated. So why wouldn't I pick for number one? That a makes a hero lot of sense. Yeah. That is fueled by revenge. No, I. That makes sense for you. Your yes. whole life is. I mean. But it's like over dumb shit. Like you took my parking place prepared to die did you see the study that was revealed this week that uh that, that i heard on the news i was lying in bed and they're like oh it says that actually uh uh little man's complex does really exist in small people and i'm like no shit <laughs> <laughs> You know what? He tried to get out of his number one. I, I know. Really As I was looking at it, I'm like thinking about picking is it, something else. Is it Nemo? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's Lightning McQueen from Cotton. No, <laughs> my number one pick is uh, James Bond. James Bond's badass, The dude. quintessential hero. Every bad situation he always gets out. What's your favorite Bond film? You know what? This is going to... This is going to get me in trouble because I think I'm the only one in the world who would dare say this on Her Majesty's Secret Service. 
Really? With the fucking one weird Bond guy. I have no idea what his name is even. It wasn't Roger Moore and it wasn't Sean Connery. I love that film. With Telly Savalas and... I was a big Octopussy fan. I like the octopusy. I like the octopusy. There's a one point in the in the movie where the bad guy's like octopusy, octopusy, <laughs> octopusy. <laughs> <laughs> oh heavens! Anyway, all right. Well, that's kind of our uninspired top five. I promise next, our next top five will be better. Yeah, I think we're we're gonna do top five mixtape songs. I think next time. <laughs> oh, is that so? We have that and cartoons. Yeah. Uh, mixtape. I just want to give everyone a hint. So if we're going to do mixtape, I'm going to give you a preview. I'm just going to say, I'm not going to tell you what number. I want to sex you up by Color Me Bad. I was going to think, yeah, it's only you. It's going to make your mixtape. No, it's not on it's there. It's not on there? God damn it. You can, I'll give you time to change it. Shit. No, nobody to. will say anything to you. They'll, they'll all be excited and support you for your... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, as yeah. upstairs at Eric's. Yeah, people are really... Our fans are really supportive. All right, yeah. And let me, let me also tell you that um, if you don't like our picks this week... First of all, fuck you. Second of all, we stand by our picks. We stand by our picks. <laughs> all right, thanks, man. I appreciate the call. Let us cruise on down here to, uh, let's see. This should be Daniel. Daniel. Hey, Danny, how's it going? It's going well, man. You've got an interesting one for me here. Who's this? Yeah, yeah. No, I was, uh, I, was uh, I just moved out to California to the valley from, uh, from out back east. And, uh, We're back east. Yeah, uh, back in New Jersey. In Jer- I was in Jersey uh, Saturday night in Voorhees. And where do you live in the valley? Uh, well, I just, I'd been moving all over and stuff and, uh, just moved out to the valley. I'd only been there for a little bit and, uh, got into school and was getting bullied by the, you know, by, uh, the kids at school and stuff and, uh, was getting beat up right out in front of my house, you know, my apartment building and, uh, the, uh, handyman that, you know, helped take care of the building and stuff. He actually broke up the fight and took me on and started training me and stuff. And I ended up, uh, training karate and, uh, winning the martial arts champion, Daniel, son, you bitch. Exactly. When did you, the, when did you think I was journey. not going to, when did you think I was not going to catch on to that dick? Well, I mean, Daniel. didn't catch on to it. <laughs> of course the screener didn't catch on to it. The handyman at my complex broke up the fight and started my, in my house and then taught me karate. At any point at that end of your mind, that might be Mr. Miyagi and Daniel's son. Or was it when he got to the All Valley Karate Tournament and they yelled, sweep the leg, sweep the leg. Is that what it occurred to you? Oh, life's a good friggin' time. Fantastic. Okay, what you guys just heard was Lou Dog Photog, a frequent guest on the show. He um, he called in to uh, Dana Bonaducci from the Partridge family. He had his uh, his own radio show for a while there, National, and um, did one of the best crank calls one of our buddies has ever done. And I've heard stories about this for probably about two years that he did this and that's the first time i heard it that was fucking amazing that was hilarious right that was a but the best part was like well go past your screener (laughs) (laughs) no now that's that was like a that was like 2008 so that was like 10 years ago he he that was not a sober that was not a sober lou dog photog that was uh that was amazing that was that was so well played lou lou dog we love you and that is a great transition to our next discussion, which is Cobra Kai. Cobra Kai, the U2 Red Sensation uh, television show. Now, 
Okay, first of all, everyone can watch on regular YouTube episode one and two. And then it gets a little tricky. You either got to know someone that goes on tour sites, which Chris and I do not know anyone like that, allegedly. Um, or you could, a lot. what a lot of people are doing is they are just signing up for the service for the month, binge watching it, and then canceling their service. Yeah, they, so, I mean, it's not that expensive. It's like three, three or four bucks. I really? Think. Yeah, I think. I did not have a friend who hooked me up with it. Why anyway. Do you, why do you keep winking at me, Chris? <laughs> <laughs> so, what did you think? What did you think of this? I thought... Dude, I loved it. And everyone that I've talked to that have, that has watched more than the first two episodes, the first two episodes kind of get you locked in. And then they just kept getting better. They take the cheesiness level right to the edge, and then they bring it back a little bit. They So Patton Oswalt, I don't know if you're... I mean, he's like the voice on Goldberg's yeah. and Comedian. He wrote an essay talking about Cobra Kai that he watched before it came out, that he was able to watch all 10 episodes. And he said basically what you said, like they could have gone super cheesy and they did almost go there, but then they, they dialed it back. And I think they did a really effective job. I, so let me just say that the original karate kid, I mean, it was our top five martial arts film. It was my number one. Yeah. I fucking love that film. I love it. So when this, when I started seeing press for this, it was like, oh, dude, I'm all in. Well, there was that thing going around the internet, too, where it was all, Daniel is a cheater. He legally uh, used an illegal face kick to win the match. Well, and like, you know what? I mean, he did. And yeah. even, like, Ralph Macchio has even said, like, yeah, it was an illegal face no, kick. No, and they, and they talk about it on the show. And, and they I'm not did, gonna, yeah. I'm they, not going to give any spoilers away. But the thing that I felt was really compelling, so when I watched Karate Kid, I mean, I was like, 12 years old, I mean, 11 or 12 to me, Johnny Lawrence was the fucking worst villain ever. He like, was such a dick, such a dick. Like my worst nightmare of just this unrelenting bully that it's like, dude, aren't you tired of this? Like, yeah, but now I will never look at that movie the same way again. No. And the thing is, I think it, Oh, it, also real quick. They somehow got the rights to all the footage of the movies. So you get to see when they're talking about something, they will flash back to the real footage of the movie to, to like really bring you in. Yeah, they so the the actor William Zabka, yeah, who played Johnny Lawrence, dude, he and he really, I mean, so he had a bunch of roles in the eighties where he always played the good looking bully, the the good looking dick, and then he just fell away. Like we we haven't seen him since. He's actually a good actor. Oh, he's great in this. No, dude. he's a really good actor. And, and, and he let, let's just say how it starts out is uh Daniel LaRusso has blossomed into a uh car dealership mogul. He has LaRusso Auto in the valley now and uh does really cheesy commercials where he starts out all Banzai and I will kick prices like Dude, really bad. Super cheesy. He gives all his uh he gives all his customers uh, free bonsai trees. Yeah. Like super, just a total cheese dick. And then you got, on the other side, you got Johnny, who is pretty much down and out. He's doing odd Falling jobs. hard times. He, but the, you know, the effective thing that I, so I think with Karate Kid, and was, 
it was clearly defined. Who are the good guys? Who are the bad guys? There was no shades of gray. And to me, movies like that now don't do a lot for me when they can. So even like we talked about, oh, I don't know if we talked about this, but Thanos and Avengers. Yeah. Well, misguided. And what he did was horrible, but you're kind of like, kind of reading. I kind of get where he's coming from. Kind of reading for Thanos. And so Johnny Lawrence, I mean, I grew up just like, he's a total dick. And it's like, he's not, I mean, he's not a totally perfect guy, but you kind of see where he's coming from. Oh, especially when they start breaking some things down. And you start. And you're like, oh my God, that's so true. So it's shades of gray. And you know, he, and even Daniel. So you're looking at Daniel, they do an effective job. And you're kind of like, man, Daniel's kind of a dick. You know, so there's. Especially on, nowadays. And on both sides, you kind of like seen a different perspective. And there's and, a good storyline with his daughter. Yeah, I I think they. So the first two episodes that you could see for free, I completely was just like, I'm in. Fuck yeah, I'm all in. Like, and I rarely watch a pilot episode and go, I'm all in. That one I did. I was like, dude, this is great. No, because I remember when it came out, I was like, Chris, you gotta watch it. Chris, you go. You're like, I'll, I'll give it a look. And then, <laughs> and then, and then you watch the first two episodes, and you're like. I'm in. And then the next time I talk to you, you're like, oh, yeah, I'm like six deep now, dude. I, I'm sick. Oh, dude. I, yeah, I went. <laughs> you stopped doing other shit you wanted to do. Yeah, too, like, I was like, shit I had to do around the house. My wife was gone. You're she making like, uh, apologies for falling down a Cobra Kai wormhole. Yeah, pretty you're... much. Pretty much. Uh, I, I do feel, and I'm not going to give anything away. The ending, and you even told me, you're like, you're going to hate the ending. The, I mean, it wasn't horrible, but it was like, ugh. like there wasn't anything. There was. I had some episode ten with my least favorite episode. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't. It wasn't satisfying. It wasn't like a Hollywood, just like everything. Like Miyagi, we did it. We but, won. But, but they was consistent to the and the they, show. They've already announced that oh. they 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 have season two. Yeah, it has been greenlit, and yeah. so. I'm not as mad. If it was just a one season, one off, then I'd be pissed about the ending. But the fact that they have, they got to kind of mix things up. This is going to get good. No. And I think the second season, because they know they have to know now, like, hey, we have a huge fan base and like, they're probably going to put some more money into it. Oh, yeah. And no, I'm excited. I will watch the second season. Um, But the ending. I'm going to binge watch the shit out of that. Oh, hell yeah. (laughs) I'm going to be wearing my Cobra Kai uniform. Uh, my brother has like an authentic Cobra Kai Halloween outfit, like where it has like all the patches on oh, it. Oh, dude. With are the you sleeveless. Oh, dude, that's amazing. Yeah. No, that, that thing is sick. Dude, but how funny. There were some scenes with Johnny Lawrence. It's such a dick. Like, I love but it. it was fucking hilarious. He's always drinking a beer and like, you know, they they showed on the previews that like, but the kid's like cleaning the window outside and he's doing like the wax on wax off motion. And the kid's like, do you want me to clean your window any, any particular way? And he's like, no, I don't give a shit. <laughs> and he's just completely uncensored, but you see the growth in him. So even at the, the very end, the last episode, you're kind of like, oh. Like, yeah, it's going you back see where forth. he's made some mistakes and he recognizes mistakes that he's made, but then it's almost like he's gone so far down a path that you're like, oh shit. Yeah. But 
But he gets I, put in a corner too. Like Daniel put him in a corner. No, Daniel's kind of did some dick moves. I mean, but the thing is though, I don't think anyone on that show is blameless. Like you're kind of you see everyone's part. You're like, well, they're kind of being a dick, but I kind of see where they're coming from. Like I, I think it did a really effective job of playing with these characters that were just so one dimensional from the original Karate Kid, where it's just like Daniel's yeah. good and Johnny is bad. And they start playing around with it. Yeah. Um, so I highly recommend it. Yeah. You guys, anyone listening to this right now, you guys are going to love <laughs> Cover Cut. I haven't heard, I haven't talked to anyone that said, oh, that's okay. Like everyone loves it. Yeah. No, I think everyone. It's pretty fucking good. So, Bonsai! Keep them separated. <laughs> nah, dude, we got a we got a career. Hey, and... Chris, it's cool. I was recording. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sweet. Got it on wax. <laughs> All right. So this now it brings us to the point of uh, it's our uh, recommendation time. Yes, and I'm gonna jump right in. Do it. Uh, I just finished this book last night. It is She Rides Shotgun by Jordan Harper. A fantastic noir story about a man who's in prison and uh, gets a hit put on him. Is he Is married? It... <laughs> no, divorced. Okay. Divorced. Actually, I don't even know. No, actually, I don't even think they were married, but he has a daughter with this woman and a hit's put on him, his baby mama, and his daughter. And so he gets out of prison and, like, his the the baby mama is dead steals like kidnaps his daughter and 
goes on the road and it is just a fast paced, incredibly well written noir story. Um, and I highly recommend it. It was good. And I'm bummed that it, I finished it. It's one of those books when you, it ends, you're like, God damn it. So sounds dope. I she love- rides shotgun by Jordan Harper. Hey, did you just real quick? I just had a curiosity cause I haven't asked you this. Um, did you read, uh, Penn Oswald's Late Wife's book. No, you know what? What's that one called? Oh, noon. I I don't know Something, what it's called, but it deals with the Golden State murder. I'll be gone in the night, or yeah, because I think that's the guy. That's what he said to these people. Yeah, like like the women he raped or whatever. Messages. Yeah, and he, I did not read. It. I'm not a big nonfiction guy, but I actually kind of want to read that because I, it was her book. My understanding is that drew attention to this killer i heard the book on tape you actually hear some of the messages he left dude really that would scare the shit out of me dude so he was calling people he would call like years later and be like, like really I, I hadn't I, heard I, that i miss playing with you oh like, dude because he would like he would he would home invasion he would get the couple he'd take the guy in the and room put, like plates, plates on, on top saying like if i hear the plates fall off your back right now i'm gonna like, kill both of you will, and yeah. go rape the wife or girlfriend yeah and but, then he would sometimes wait inside the house pretend he left and like wait for like for like a half hour inside the house dude shut up yeah. i hadn't heard that yeah just to like fuck with them again yeah dude I had not heard that. That's some scary wow. shit. Wow, dude, that right? is diabolical. Dude, I hope that guy, fuck him. I don't care how old he is. That guy, I mean, deserves Peace. to fucking rot his last yeah. few years in prison. Piece of shit. All right, which brings me to my uh, recommendation. <laughs> <laughs> On a lighter note. On a lighter note, um, last season uh, on Netflix, they had Toys That Made Us. And the Star Wars episode was awesome, but the yeah. real standout for me was uh, the He-Man. The He-Man one. Masters was a, of the Universe. Yeah, that was a really good one. Well, they're back, and uh, it comes out this coming Friday, which would be... I don't know the date on that. Give me a second, Chris. Oh, it shit. looks like the 25th, May 25th. You can get season two, the toys that made us. I don't know what toys they're doing. I kind of want to be surprised and just hit play and, you know, a collector never stops collecting. So, And Johnny is really big into toys. I do love the toys. Nick the Tooth gives you endless shit for like, you just go to movies to pick out what toys you're going to buy, huh? Yeah, and then I look up his movies that they, because they make toys for everything. They yeah. make, <laughs> I mean, they, they made a, what's his, what's his one movie that? Blade Runner? Yeah. When I when I showed him the flying car toys, he got so mad. <laughs> He's oh, like, "You only like movies with toys in it." And I'm like, "Like this flying cop car from Blade Runner." You know what? We <laughs> should really take our little nerd group text with Nick the Two, make it a coffee me. table book. <laughs> yeah, and like Coach Jeff, and just like, dude, dude. I mean, it's pretty embarrassing. Coach Jeff's a pretty sharp dude to he be is. able to. Like, he's got a pretty wealth of knowledge to, like, be able to even talk shit to us, dude. He is pretty nerdy. Yeah. He is pretty nerdy. I like that about him. That's why he's our bro. Yeah. All right. So, all right. That covers oh. our recommendations. So, hey, what music? Okay. So, what's so, the deal? Apparently, I get to pick what music. You get to choose for the audience All right. What tonight. are my choices? Okay. On one side, Chris, we have, um, they're coming out with a, uh, 
30th anniversary box set for Appetite for Destruction. And what they made a big... Oh, Skid, skid Row? <laughs> no. They made a big <laughs> deal about this one song. I had this song on vinyl forever. Like, it was an... They used Mike Klink, who ended up producing it, they to test him to get the gig. They recorded a song called Shadow of Your Love. And uh, it's an awesome song. I've had it for since 87, 88. But the rest of the world, I guess, hasn't had it. Um, you can pick that one to right. give to the audience. All right. So Guns and Roses. What's the name of the song? Shadow of Your Love. All right. Guns and Roses. And then what's door number two? Second choice that they released uh, last Friday on the soundtrack to Deadpool 2. We have uh, MTV Unplugged version of AHA's Take On Me. All right. So my choices are Guns N' Roses. Guns N' Roses, Straight Rock and Roll. Or AHA's acoustic version of Take On Me, which is, I'm not going to lie, it's amazing. After careful consideration. Sorry, were you going to say something? I said now is the time. Choose wisely, my friend. All right. After careful consideration, um, I'm going to have to go with AHA. All right. Chris has spoken. Let Make it so, number one. All right. So, uh, Chris, we can turn the lights back down again as I play this song. Maybe light some candles. Hold on, hold on. I'm unzipping <laughs> my pants. All right. And that, that concludes. Um, we will talk to you guys uh, when we get the next one done. Thank you so much. Talking away Oh, I don't know what I'm to say I'll say it anyway Today is another day To find you Shying away I'll be coming for your love Okay and Take on to be safe and sorry and
things that you say Is it liable just to play my worries away You're all the things I've got to remember You're shying away I'll be coming for you anyway Take on me Take me on I'll be gone In a day or two Check, check. Syphilis. Syphilis. Let's, let's see how much louder you are, Chris. Um, I think you're actually louder than me. No, dude, you're always louder. That's, that's uh, our dude. guest's number one complaint. I, w- I would really like it if Chris would just... Did you plug in? Oh, yeah, I'm plugged in. Dude, Are we good? Shut, shut uh, no Syphilis. Syphilis. Sean, you need to be louder. <laughs> no one's ever told me I need to be louder, dude. Check, check, check. All right, you go. Chris is a bitch. Chris is a bitch. Are we good? Yeah, I think we're good. All right.